Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. And as always, thank you very much for tuning in and for checking us uh, us out this evening. Today's topic is Ask Jack number three. It's an episode where we take your questions and your comments and I respond to them and I give you the best answer I've got. Before we get started, I want to remind you that you can follow Game On with Jackson Stewart on multiple social media platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at Game On with Jack. Uh, social media Instagram account would be Jackson Stewart Two, and also Game On with Jack. You can find uh, you can find me on TikTok, also Game On with Jack. You see a theme here, and um, we've just started to revamp the YouTube channel. So. Uh, trying to put good content up there, putting episodes up there, by all means, swing by and check out, uh, look up Game On with Jackson Stewart, subscribe, it's free, uh, you'll enjoy it, putting up episodes that you may have missed here on Podbean, but also putting up videos of player's guides, uh, recommendations, tips, tricks, life hacks, etc. So... By all means, please join the Game On with Jack movement, and uh, I guarantee you'll find something you enjoy and makes it all worthwhile. So let's jump into your questions. <clears throat> First question is from Highball782, and Highball asks, um, "Hi Jack, hey Highball, how you doing? Uh, how do you build rapport quickly?" Uh, I really like that question because I think it's extremely important, and I think people blow past the idea of rapport and its importance mainly because rapport is almost like this ethereal hard to define thing and quality it's very ambiguous in terms of what's rapport and in my opinion rapport is just a connection a connection between people connection between maybe a speaker and an audience connection between uh, co-workers friends relationships obviously and, and so on so if I can give you a couple of tips on building rapport, uh, number one, body language is very important. Um, you know, obviously if it's over the phone, it's hard to establish that, but if it's face to face, definitely the way you stand, stand up straight. Don't cross your arms. Don't stick your hands in your pockets. You know, let your hands just fall naturally. Um, eye contact is, is huge. <clears throat> Excuse me. And looking people in the eye. Even if you're giving a speech to a room full of people, looking at people, making eye contact throughout the audience really helps establish uh, that connectivity. Smile is big. And even if you're on the phone, if you're smiling, people can hear the smile. And it's, it's weird to say you can hear somebody smile, but there's just a change in tone. There's a change in, in demeanor. 
um, verbally, one of the key ways towards building rapport is to ask the person, as, as odd as it might sound, just ask them how they're doing and legitimately mean it. And your sincerity will carry through your words and your intonation and, and the way you, you speak, but also listen for their response. Because a lot of times we're like, hey, how you doing? You know, nice to see you. Uh, hey, what's going on? And we move on to the next thing, right? We don't ask the person. I'm sorry, we don't listen to the person's response. So if you're at a, a business meeting or a party or something and you meet somebody and they're like, hey, you know, Jack, this is so-and-so. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Or I'll say, nice to meet you. How are you doing? And then I pause. And that pause lets the person know I'm actually waiting to hear how they're doing. Listening is key. Um, and a, a good conversation is a lot like, you know, some people say it's like a tennis match back and forth, back and forth. But I want to challenge that slightly by saying that it's a tennis match, but it's very uneven and uneven in the, in the sense of you as the, you know, I'm going to say you're, you're the person who's uh, aggressive isn't the right term. You're the person who's actively trying to build rapport with this person in this moment. You're going to be listening you're going to be receiving more than you're going to be delivering so if it's a tennis match like the ball keeps staying on one side of, of the court and this is by design you want to talk to the person you want to listen to the person you want to connect with the person and that connection is done via listening and when people know that you are listening to them not just hearing them because hearing is a physical function but listening then rapport builds very fast Especially if you, and I've talked about this before in some of the player's guides on YouTube and also in some of the shows, <clears throat> follow-up questions are huge. I think we had a guest, I think it was uh, Dr. Michael uh, Pariser who said that um, when people ask follow-up questions during a conversation, that not only shows that you're listening, but it shows a level of interest. So uh, highball, try those I call them tricks, but they're not, you know, there's not like they're not gotchas or or misleading. But try those tri those tricks, those tips. I guarantee you will be, be able to report. I cannot talk. I guarantee you'll be able to build rapport very quickly. And you can repeat that same cycle over and over with people. And, and just, you know, you could and I've seen it and I've done it. You walk in a room full of 25 people by the end of the event or end of the meeting or end of the party. You've got rapport with 25 people um, and rapport has levels. Some people make fast friends. Some people uh, just vibe very quickly and some people there's a rapport, but you know, it's not as deep as some of the other ones, but good luck. And um, yeah, yeah, go, get to it. Um, man cooking 2021. <laughs> Hope that means you're a man cooking. You're not, you're not cooking a man uh, asks, I, or they say, I'm scared to undercook meat all the time. What should I do? Man cooking. I feel you, man. I feel you on this one because I'm always terrified to undercook, especially if I'm, you know, barbecuing, if I'm cooking huge pieces of meat. A couple of things I've learned from people who are far better in the kitchen than I am. Um, if it's a super thick piece of meat, consider cutting it in half, especially like chicken breasts and steak and pork chops, stuff like that. You know, cut it in half. I, I don't know. Maybe that's butterfly cutting you know and and then cook it that way invest in a a solid meat thermometer 
Um, if you get a jank ass, cheap ass meat thermometer, it's never going to tell you the right temperature. Um, learn how to gauge meat preparedness by by the the quality of the meat as you're cooking it, like in the color, you know. And please, I'm not a, I'm sorry, I'm not a culinary expert. Look all this up, but definitely, um, you know, you can check. And I, you know, sometimes when meat is well done. It is uh, the the quality, the texture is what the word I'm looking for. I'm sorry, the texture of the meat changes, and the color does, and the you know how much blood runs out. So, meat thermometer, you know, cut meat in half. You know, the meat thermometer will tell you what temp the inside of the meat should be for you to consider it done. Like you'll stab it down the middle. So totally look into that. That's a good idea. Um. Jackson, love your show. Thank you very much. And this is from Lupe. And they say, my favorite stripper <laughs> is always busy when I show up. How do I get time without looking like a stalker? Lupe, good question. Um, so this happens to guys. Like, they build rapport. Ah, see, they build rapport. And, and they have their favorite stripper. But every time they show up, they're busy, and they never get a chance to get a dance, hang out, you know, buy them a drink, talk, whatever. Enjoy their company. So here's what I recommend. Really good strippers, there's always going to be an, an off night in terms of like a, a lower traffic night. So if you go on a night when it's like like a super deal night, like X amount of dances at a reduced cost or, uh, you know, a night like every Friday is is carnival or whatever it is, you go on a high traffic night, you're never going to get a hold of your favorite stripper. It, it doesn't happen because big traffic nights bring in lots of guys with money. And so your stripper is going to get, you know, gobbled up quick because if they're, if they're your favorite, they're probably a lot of people's favorites and you're going to have people coming in who are going to try and, you know, bogart their time all night. So you got to find a night where things are a little bit slower and go in there and, and see if, see if they're there. I mean, hell, even call ahead and say, Hey, you know, who, who's on the lineup tonight? And most clubs will tell you like, boom, 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 boom. Like these are the people, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> You go on a low quality night, <laughs> podcasting, you cough a lot. Uh, you go on a, a, not low quality, low quantity, low traffic night, and you can probably, you know, score more time and, um, and, you know, and, and enjoy yourself without having to like, you know, hurry up and get on the list real quick. Next question from anonymous game on. I'm in my twenties, but I'm going gray early. Um, should I dye my hair? What should I do? Anon, it all kind of depends on you. And I'll tell you this, gray hair is not what it used to be. People thought gray hair just meant, your, you know, your ass was old as hell. Downhill from here. Things change. I think we started to get sexier people with gray hair. Um, and, I mean, clearly, yes, I recognize that it's a lot easier for men to go gray than for women to go gray. Yes, I acknowledge that. Um but I think that we have started to celebrate people who are considered, you know, more mature in age in terms of like Hollywood. And it's kind of filtering down, you know, take a look at uh, like George Clooney. George Clooney has been great for as long as I remember George Clooney, like as big celebrity. Um, on the female side, uh, Helen Mirren is, is great. I mean, hell, I think she's sexy as hell. And she's I think she's in her 70s. So. 
if your concern anonymous is that your gray hair is making you less attractive, then I think you need to rethink and reevaluate society's view on gray hair. Now, if you feel bothered by the gray hair, then whatever society says isn't going to mean a damn. So you got to do what you need to do to feel comfortable and to feel empowered and to feel like a sexy man. So if you need to go dye your hair, damn it, go dye your hair. You know, I'd recommend doing it gradually because I've known cats that had gray hair on Friday and they walked in with a hair, you know, look like they had a magic marker all over it all weekend. But there's lots of products that let you do it gradually and slowly. And maybe you keep some of the gray. So it's up to you. But I recommend, you know, do what feels good. And, um, you know, and be empowered by that. Willie West, next question. Jackson, how do you get these sexy guests? Willie, that is a great question. It is not easy. It is a lot of um, analyzing a potential guest. Like, okay, like this guest, what what are they about? Are you know, do they have multiple layers to what they do in terms of you know, is it just a model, just a chef? And I don't mean just, but is that is that their one main focus and can I build a, an interview off that? And I can build an interview off 99% of all people that I, I come across. Um, I look for a response. Like, do they engage with their fans? Uh, because that that's a good chance that they may engage with me when I invite them onto the show. Um, in terms of sexiness, I, I look for I look for that that confidence that go-getter attitude regardless of who the guest is regardless of male or female i mean i'm i'm straight but i can find i can see where a man is sexy um and i have i'm not you know i'm not a i'm not oh i you know i don't want people thinking question my manhood no there's sexy qualities in men that i recognize so i look for what makes a guest sexy male or female I look for confidence. I look for a good attitude. I look for uh, positivity. Um, and then, then I, I look for a way to get a hold of them. <laughs> and you'd be surprised. There are, I have been, I'm not going to throw out names because I'm not, not trying to throw shade on anybody. Um, there are people who I thought would have been 100% hands down interested in being a guest. And they have told me they are nervous and they do not like doing interviews. And that has blown me away because they've been, at the forefront of, you know, cooking, business, uh, sex working, modeling, acting, singing, whatever. And it just blow me away. But respectfully, I mean, I always tell them, okay, I can respect that. Just know that you're all, you always have a spot to be a guest if you change your mind and then you move on. But it, it's a lot of work to get the, get sexy guests, but it, it's work I enjoy doing. Uh, Andrew C. What is your favorite tequila and how do you recommend drinking it? Andrew, good question. I love tequila. Um, and these are my answers I'm not endorsed by or endorsing. Well, I'm just telling you what I like, but nobody's got their, you know, nobody's lining my fat pockets <laughs> for this answer. Um, favorite tequila, I really like Espolone. I feel like I've answered this question before, but oh well, you can never answer this too many times. Espolone tequila, which is great. Um, you can find it anywhere like Target. You can find it at, at a liquor store, big fan of their, their silver tequila. And it's got a skeleton riding a, a rooster on it. I mean, how much cooler you can shit get than that? Um, 
Patron, I'm a big fan of. I enjoy Patron. And I, I do not like dark tequila just because I feel like it stays in my system longer and it just, it hits me just rough. Clear tequila, I can sip it and I'm good for like, you know, I can sip it or shoot it and I'm good either way. Uh, I recommend drinking all tequila chilled. Chill it, chill it, chill it, chill it, chill it. Uh, a guy that I knew back in the day, yeah, I used to drink tequila warm and we were hanging out one night. It was an upscale, high-end place, so clearly I had no business being there. <laughs> it was one of those nights where, like, like my game elevated, like, because I was learning from from this guy and some of his friends, and he had bought like top shelf tequila. It may have been, uh, I think it's, is it Anejo? I think I might be wrong on that. Um, but he gets top shelf tequila, and he asked for it chilled. And at that time, I had no idea what that meant. And the bartender, she poured, she shook it up, poured it over ice. And then I uh, poured it back in our, our, our shot glasses and I, I took it. And because it was chilled, it hit so much smoother than that, like, you know, scrunched up shot face people make because it's just brutal when you drink it. And that's the only way I'll take tequila is chilled. So when I, as soon as I get a bottle of tequila, I take it home, throw it in the freezer, throw it in the refrigerator. And I, I just let it get cold. And that's the only way I drink it. So Andrew, good luck. Enjoy yourself. Drink responsibly. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for catching the show. Anonymous Jackson, I'm in love with a cam model. How do I win her? Anonymous, you do not. Um, and I say that respectfully. And cam models are they're models, but they are selling a fantasy. And and I know cam models pretty well. I know several pretty well. And they're cool and they're they're amazing uh, women who lead normal day-to-day lives, except, you know, their job is they can model. So here's why I bring that up. It's very easy to get a crush on somebody who you only see constantly at their best, glammed up, doing sexual stuff. But that's not who they really are. They're people. People are not always glammed up sex, you know, goddesses or, or gods. They're normal people who, you know, go through days like the rest of us. So I say that because I don't, I don't want you out there trying to pursue some fantasy and, you know, you possibly make a situation uncomfortable. You come off like a jerk or like a stalker or something like that. And then, you know, in the end you're like, wow, that wasn't even, you know, I was chasing a fantasy and and whatever. It's better to go in a room, Cam Miles room and just be cool. Um, Tip and keep coming back. And eventually she'll notice who you are and she'll look forward to you coming in. And, um, and, you know, and then you just kind of, you build a rapport that way. And who knows, sometimes you go into a camel's room and, and you're, you know, you're part of the, part of her audience and you tip and you say, you know, hi and stuff. And next, you know, you might win her Snapchat or get her, you know, her model phone number that she gives out to, you know, her top clients, whatever. And, um, yeah, I mean, you may build a friendship that way, but as far as trying to like, as as far as trying to date the fantasy that you see every time you go in there, it doesn't exist. So stop. You're better off finding somebody that you see day to day and, you know, that you see both with smiles and warts and build a life like that. Plus cam models are from God knows we're all over the world. So (laughs) that's one more reason why it may not work out. Sanderson1 asks, what is the one trait women find most attractive? 
Sanderson, one great question. After having done a year and some 50 plus interviews, that question has been asked repeatedly and the answer is almost always, hands down, confidence. It's not bank account. You know, obviously they don't want somebody who's, you know, can't, can't afford anything or is, you know, it, they don't want somebody who's, you know, whose focus should at the time be on their finances and not on anything else. But it's not about how much money you're going to throw around. It's not about what car you drive. It's not about having a six pack or an eight pack or anything else. It's, it's almost always confidence. And, um, you know, because there's a, there's a vibe with confidence that just lets, people know that uh that you're you're somebody worth knowing you're attractive and so that's the biggest trait that uh that i find that women find very uh attractive i think i've said attractive and trait in the sentence like eight times <laughs> that is the most attractive trait that i have heard women say um let's see arlen arlen says what is your biggest pet peeve both personally and professionally as the host of the show? Ooh, um, Arlen, good question. They kind of tie together. I One of my biggest pet peeves is a lack of respect. Uh, to see people disrespect other people and in turn to be disrespected, I, that burns me up. And I think um, respect is like, it costs nothing to give to people. And when you don't respect people, who have not earned your disrespect. Like, you know, some people just, they dog you out and they're terrible and you don't respect them. That's one thing, but just to deal with people as though they are less than and that they owe you something they and like they are beneath you and that's just the way you walk through life. I have nothing to do with you. I, I have no, there's nothing you can do in, in this existence for me. Um, and as, as a host, I, when people don't respect my efforts or time to get them on the show, get them as guests, um, to work with them on timeframes and et cetera, that burns me up. You know, I've had some guests with the last minute like, hey, this doesn't work. Can we just do it on Zoom? And I'm like, I don't use Zoom. And I've told you that via like 18 emails when we exchange and set up the times. Or I've had guests just totally forget and, and blow me off. And it's like, ah, oh, that burns me up. Because let's, if, let's face it, everybody's busy. And to to get people to meet up physically or even virtually, it, it's an effort and you need to respect people's time. So uh, respect is key. And, and but you know, I can, I've been very fortunate and blessed as a host that I have not dealt with that a lot. And, and I have so much more positive interactions with great guests who have worked with me on times and interviews and, and so I, I want to focus on the positive, but I answered your question. So thanks, Arlen. I appreciate it. Um, James McDonald asks, have you ever had to edit a show because a guest shocked you? Ooh. Um, yeah. I, most of my edits, you know, sometimes it's just like, you know, you get background noise, et cetera. I have had two shows where I laughed so hard where I had to edit it out because it was just a minute of me and the guest was dying laughing about something. Usually I'll leave in, leave in some laughter because it's, you know, we're having a conversation. And it, I like that, that feeling of, of natural talk. 
Um, as far as shock, you know, <laughs> um, you know, and I may have answered it before, and it's yeah, I'll, I'll say it, and and I I think the world of her, she's amazing. She's she's such a force of nature in in her businesses. Stormy Maya gave me an answer once about the sexiest thing about herself, and you actually hear me go quiet. I didn't edit it out because it was a great moment, but several of her answers during that show, I just went quiet. I just had nothing. It just shocked the hell out of me. So, and Stormy, if you're listening, you're awesome. So impressed by everything you do. And, you know, and she's going to be launching um, a, uh, a, a heavy metal or death metal career. And I think she's actually in the process of, of releasing um, some music about it. So, Check her out, Stormy Maya. You can find her on Instagram, find her on TikTok. She's she's brilliant. She's hardworking. She's drop dead sexy and gorgeous. So check her out, support her. I, I really do. Uh, I really am always just blown away by by what she's doing. And um, oh, you know what? And while I'm on the moment of uh, talking about promotion, um, Ariana Gray, who is you know who inspired me and, and pushed me to do this show. She is, well, she is launched, but she is furthering an amazing presence on YouTube with Jackpot Beauties, where she does uh, slot videos where she plays slot machines. And, and also now she's doing videos where she is looking at some of the finest hotels and eateries in, in Vegas and other gambling meccas. Check out jackpotbeauties.com. Check her out on YouTube. Subscribe. She's this close to starting starting to do live uh, live feed of her gambling um, gambling gambling extravaganzas. Subscribe and tell her Jack sent you, and uh, she'll appreciate it. I'll appreciate it, and uh, it's totally worthwhile. I, I'm not a slot machine guy, but I'm watching her videos and I'm learning stuff. So it's entertaining, and she's she's phenomenal. And I could look at Ariana Gray all day, which I think sometimes. I may have done that a couple times, but anyway. Uh, next question, also from an anonymous. Uh, does Sunny Drives know more about cars than you? It's a great question. Sunny Drives was a phenomenal guest. A lot of fun uh, meeting her and interviewing her. She is a car model. She is an entrepreneur. She's a digital artist. And yes, like a thousand times, yes, Sunny Drives knows more about cars than I do. And it's, it's funny because, like, you think for a second – Oh, she's just this beautiful, um, this beautiful woman who models with cars at car shows. No, she is, she is ridiculously knowledgeable about cars. And just in the interview, if you haven't heard it, go back and catch it. And I think actually I'm putting that up on YouTube pretty soon. Um, just in answering some of her questions about cars, I don't understand what she's saying because she's just that more knowledgeable. So it, she was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, I had no problem admitting that she knows more than I do. Uh, final question from Gman444: Should I serve my date dessert or dinner first? Ooh, good question. Um, I'm gonna answer it this way: It all depends on the length of the date and the expectation. If it's like you know dinner time. And you whip out, you know, chocolate mousse first. You may be disappointing your date because they may be freaking hungry. So if it's uh, now, if it's like maybe four o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, and it's only like a like a two, thirty minute 
you know, date, you're getting together real quick, then yeah, coffee and dessert, that works out because it doesn't sound like you guys are going to have a lot of time to be together. But if it's like, you know, five or six o'clock at night and you guys are just going to be together all night hanging out, I, I would put some food out first. But you can also ask the date what they would like. Um, now, read, read them, read the room, read the reaction, because they may not want to offend you. They may be like, oh, whatever it is up to you. But I'll tell you this, a lot, of, a lot of second dates or next dates didn't happen because somebody was hungry. So <laughs> put some food in that person for you giving them sweets. And, um, <laughs> and G-Man, you'll be fine. So, guys, I really enjoy the Ask Jack uh, episodes. Feel free to always send me a question, send me a comment. Um, really enjoy your feedback. Enjoy that you guys are enjoying the show. And once again, check out Stormy Maya with her new career in uh, death metal music. I think Cinnamon Babe is the name of her band. I could be wrong about that, but you can catch her on all platforms. And also follow Jackpot Beauty's Ariana Gray's newest adventure where she showcases the best of the best in slot machines. And tell her, tell her that Jack sent you. Appreciate you guys. And um, good people, sexy people. Until next time, keep it sexy. Bye. What if you could be a better player for the cost of one more cup of coffee a month? Get access to a growing library of lit erotica, behind-the-scenes action, and player's guides with tips on drinking, cooking, fitness, dating, sex, and life after dark. Low-tier rate while offer lasts. Patreon.com. Game on with Jack.